Adrift in the great void of space, the personnel on Moonbase Alpha have experienced so much that is strange and inexplicable. They have become accustomed to expecting the unexpected. Paul, did you hear that? You hear what? I don't hear anything unusual. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. All right, let's get the jump off jumping. This is me, Icy Robots, and we are here for the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, where every single episode we are going to, we're going to get a close examination of a character from the Marvel Universe using the handbook of the Marvel Universe as our guide. The handbook is an 80s series, very uh, similar in format to DC's Who's Who. It's a bit more technical, a bit more involved, a bit more in-depth, a bit more uh, adult, as it were. So, I don't know, man. Thanks. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being patrons before we get started. I really do want to thank you for that. It's uh, so heartwarming to think about you guys, you know, breaking out your wallets every month and giving. It's just... Makes me super stoked, man. And this goes beyond money. You know, this is love, man. It's all love, baby. So, this is for you. The first character we are going to examine in this ongoing series is a man you love to hate or maybe just hate. He is known as the Purple Man. The Purple Man has a uh, long history in the Marvel Universe and recently that history has been expanded to the Marvel TV Universe where he was the main villain on Netflix series Jessica Jones. I think out of all the Marvel TV that they've done so far, uh, Jessica Jones is probably the best. I I did enjoy both seasons of Daredevil, but it was a bit slow for my taste and a bit uh, dark. And I don't mean dark as far as content. I mean dark as far as lighting. Um, I could hardly ever see what was going on. It was always Matt Murdock running around in the dark fighting guys in a dark red costume. Um... It just, I don't know, I did enjoy it, and I did think that it was very well made. The You know, everything about it was really good, but it didn't, uh, overall, it didn't appeal to my taste exactly. I, I didn't dislike it, I will say that. I did not dislike it, but it wasn't something that I was rushing through to finish like I did with Jessica Jones. I thought Jessica Jones was fantastic. As soon as I started, if I could have... I would have sat there and watched the entire series. I didn't, you know, I kind of saved it for like one per day as I, you know, I want to do. I want to, I really want to, you know, spread my enjoyment out. I don't want to sit there for like 13 hours straight, even though there is a lot of appeal, of appeal in sitting around for 13 hours straight. I would rather be able to have a bit of sitting every day for 13 days rather than use it all at once. Uh, but uh, Jessica Jones to me has been the highlight of Marvel TV so far. I'm not even counting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I did watch a few episodes of that, and I will just say, like, right off the bat that, uh, not my deal, man. I don't know what it was about that show, because I do think it could be great. They have, uh, Daisy Johnson's on the show. Daisy Johnson Quake from the, uh, Bendis run of New Avengers, uh, from Nick Fury's Secret Warriors. She's a cool character, and I just don't feel that they are getting the most out of her, and while I will watch an episode here or there... It's just, I can't call it a good TV show, and that, um, I don't know, that does bum me out. But let's talk about our guy, the Purple Man. The Purple Man was the villain in Jessica Jones, and he's vile. He is loathsome, and wanting to see him get murked 
was one of the driving forces behind the Jessica Jones TV. He was so bad that all you wanted to see was him getting what was coming to him. Yeah, the Purple Man is the worst. We should probably start this off by answering the question that the podcast is designed to uh, answer. Who is the Purple Man? The Purple Man first appeared in uh, Marvel Comics in Daredevil issue number four. That came out in October of 1964. He was created by Stan Lee and Joe Orlando. His alter ego is that of Zebediah Kilgrave. What an awesome name. He is a uh, human mutate with uh, the abilities of a mind control. He has the ability to control your mind and your actions. Let's see. Let's uh, let's take a look in the... Uh, hold on right here. I gotta flick on my lamp. I can barely see what's going on. I got this awesome dragon lamp. I wish you could see it. Uh, I hope you can still hear me. I'm digging around under my desk trying to find the light switch. There I... There I have found it. Let's, uh, let's take a look into the history of Zebediah Kilgrave, the, uh, purple man. I think I might just, um, I think I might just read this part right here out of the guide for you. I don't know if I could summarize it better than this. So, uh, I don't know. Let's get started. Zebediah Kilgrave was a Yugoslavian spy assigned by communists to steal an experimental U.S. military nerve gas. Captured... While infiltrating an American army base, Kilgrave was accidentally exposed to the nerve gas, which turned his entire body purple. Have you noticed how many times things in the Marvel Universe involve, you know, government potions, government things uh, designed to do whatever? You know, you got super soldier serums, and then you got, like, Luke Cage. He was also part of some uh, weird government experiment, I guess. I guess that's how Marvel tries to keep their stories seeming realistic. Instead of having, you know, you get it from, like, being an alien or whatever, you instead get it by some sort of a chemical reaction. So anyway, uh, the potion turned his body purple, and it also gave him the superhuman power of suggestion, which he realized after a soldier accepted his absurdly flimsy explanation for being there and set him free. I wonder what that was about. I mean, did he go up to the guy and he's just like, hey, you know, I was just in here uh, looking for my car keys, you know, and I can't find them. You know, I think uh, I think I'm going to bounce. Would you mind opening the door? And the dude just fully did. It's probably probably something of that sort. And then let's see. Kilgrave quietly indulged himself for years, even mind controlling a woman named Melanie into marrying him. Well, it's nice that uh, that he uh, at least he married her. You know, he. <laughs> He didn't just keep her around as his floozy, as it were. At least, you know, he went through the motions of, uh, tying the knot. Um, hoping she might love him without his power, Kilgrave eventually freed her mind. And she promptly left and secretly gave birth to their daughter, who grew up to be the Canadian superhero named Purple Girl. I don't even you know, I'm not familiar with the Purple Girl. Tiring of his anonymity, Kilgrave committed more public crimes, and soon he was captured by Daredevil. Who could resist his powers to some extent? I wonder, uh, I wonder to what extent. What is that back there? I can see something behind the, my computer. It appears to be a, uh, a flash drive. Hold on, I'm going to reach for that and see what that is. Hold on, can you guys, did I knock anything? I think, uh, who, I'm reaching through here. Oh, did I turn it off? I think I might have turned off all, no, nope, just the monitor. What is this? This appears to be the piece of a small 
flash drive. Let's pop it in and see what is on this. That might be a bit of impromptu, impromptu podcast fun. So I have, in fact, popped it in. And it's not... I don't know. Let's see. It goes on like this. It's, um... It's really small. Um... Do I even stick it in? I even stick it in again? Oh, there we go. I have popped it in. I don't know if you heard that boop beep boop We are going to see... This is like an amazing breaking, uh... Breaking thing going on here. Let's see. Here is the mystery flash drive. There is... Um... Hmm. There are three movies on here. There is... Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa in 2013. Never Back Down. Uh, I know why I got Never Back Down. Uh, 2.0 is in love with that dude, Evan Peters, who plays Quicksilver. And he's in Never Back Down. And we, uh, she wanted to see that. Oh, and New Girl, Season 3, Episode 14. Hmm. You watch New Girl? New Girl's not bad. Uh, it's funnier than you would think it is. So, there is the mystery of the mystery flash drive. And I... I do apologize by taking that a uh, little turn to the side, but I hope that in some ways it was worthwhile. Uh, I don't know how I could resist seeing what was on that flash drive. Anyway, I wonder what to what degree Daredevil can resist uh, the Purple Man's wishes. Do you think that if he tells him something too extreme, like he goes, "I want you to go and kill Foggy Nelson," that he, he you know he can't do it? But maybe if it's something minor, like. Uh, why don't you go and uh, steal me a nice fresh apple from that fruit cart? Maybe he might do that. I do not know. But I do know that there are um, there are other people in the Marvel Universe who can resist the power. One of them is Doctor Doom. Uh, I have heard that he is 100% resistant to the Purple Man. And I do not find that hard to believe. Doctor Doom, when it comes right down to it, Doctor Doom is the best of the best. I think that... If he were to rule the entire universe, we would probably be better off. We would probably be oppressed in some ways, but I think a lot of the problems we have, you know, hunger, education, whatever, might be solved by doom. But you have to wonder if living under the reign of a supervillain is worth it. Anyhow, so let's see. Kilgrave continued. I'm reaching for it. I dropped the guide. I apologize. You know, when I'm doing this show, I'm trying to be a bit more off the cuff than when I do the Toys R Us report. Because this, you know, man, this is for true fans. This is for patrons, for the real guys. You know, the real ones who are down for whatever, so they don't mind if I drop the guide. So let's see, where were we? Burp, 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 burp. Um... Later, Purple Man teamed with Electro. I love Electro, the Spider-Man villain. He has the dopest headgear. That headgear with the lightning coming out of it. Just fantastic. That yellow and green. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, he teamed with Electro for Scheme. You could tell it's not a big deal because it's not like... It's a scheme, you know. There's nothing... Schemes tend to be small, kind of crooked, in my mind anyway. In my mind, one does not want to be a schemer. There are a lot of things that are okay to be, and being a schemer isn't really one of them. It does seem like, it seems like the perfect word for a scumball like the Purple Man. So anyway, his scheme was foiled by Daredevil and the Black Widow. The Black Widow and Daredevil are, like, 
they are big-time pals in the comics, and I do hope that at some point, TV Daredevil can cross over into the movies, because I would, I would mark out to see him do a scene with Black Widow, but I, I don't know, I don't see it happening. So anyway, the scheme was foiled by the two of them, and while escaping, he established a Southwestern headquarters. I just, I don't know. When you see the Purple Man that was in the TV show, it is really hard to imagine that guy kicking it around in the Southwest. Uh, let's take a moment right now, and we're going to uh, check out a commercial off the old VHS vault, and I will be back in a second where we will talk more about the Purple Man in the, in the Southwest. <laughs> Fantastic, but not perfect. But Pizzazz has the lowdown on Jaws, too. And more Sean Cassidy picks than his mother. It's sensational. Sensational, but not perfect. How about Pizzazz's goofy guide to TV? It's wild look at sci-fi movies. It's games, puzzles, comics. What could be more perfect? Me on the cover, not the Hulk. Pizzazz, the almost perfect new monthly. From the off-the-wall gang at Marvel Comics. Yoki doke we are back. Man, that magazine sounds awesome. In all my times that I've been around flea markets or comic shows or whatever, one of the things I'm always looking for is old magazines. I just, I love old magazines. I love the ads. I like, uh, I like pretending that it's a new magazine that I've scored on and that I'm back in the 70s or the 80s. I have a I have a really big collection of Starlog, but anyway, more to the point. In all the times I've been around, I don't know if I have ever seen a Marvel pizzazz magazine. Maybe it means it wasn't very successful. Maybe it means people are hoarding them. Maybe it means nobody uh, kept it in the first place. Maybe they read them, you know, they read them in the bathroom, they read them in the bathtub, and then, whoop, right into the garbage. So... At any rate, our boy the Purple Man set up a base in the American Southwest. Just for the sake of argument, I'm going to say it is in New Mexico. Big up to my man Don, who I know lives in New Mexico. Give me a shout out if I know uh, if you if you uh, ever hear this, if you ever hear my shout out, as it were. Um, let's imagine he's in New Mexico. It is just so hard to picture the very posh Kilgrave walking around in uh, you know the American Southwest. It just uh, doesn't seem right. Let me grab them. You know, I keep, every time, every time I take a break, I sit it down, the guide, and then I have to go and grab it again. So, I apologize. But, you know, you're getting a real off-the-cuff scene here. You know, this is a shoot, man. This is not a work. I'm keeping it, keeping it realer than real. So, he set up his uh, headquarters, and then he was quickly defeated by Hawkeye and the Two-Gun Kid. That's pretty bad. Um, it's kind of weird to even see Hawkeye and the Two-Gun Kid hanging out. Um, I, You know, I like the Two-Gun Kid. I do like the Western-themed heroes. I guess I guess the idea is, like, one of them has a bow and one has a pair of side guns. But whatever. They defeated him. And then he had one more instance where he, he tried to manipulate the Masters of Evil, and they just did not go for it. They didn't fall for it. Uh, it seems, you know, as powerful as the Purple Man is, he's just not getting the most out of his abilities. I think the problem is, dude, is a small-time schemer scumball. You could, you could theoretically control 
like large portions of the world. You could, you could, uh, you could go up through politics. You could become this and then go up and become this and then become a senator and then become a governor. But I guess, I guess part of the problem is that you are purple, but in a world where, you know, all sorts of dudes are running around looking all sorts of ways, you might get away with being purple, man. As a matter of fact, you might be able to make that work for you. I can see some people just digging on that, but at any rate, here is where we get to what would be considered, I think, um, Kilgrave's, Kilgrave's shining moments, uh, you know, if you want to call it that. So, mentally enslaving a novice hero, Jewel, a.k.a. Jessica Jones, Kilgrave demeaned and tortured her for months before dispatching her to attack the Avengers in a fit of temper, sparking a battle that left Jones temporarily comatose and lastingly traumatized. Basically, what he did was he kept her around and, you know, he messed with her mind. He did all sorts of terrible things and then one day he just... He got sick of her and he told her to go and try and fight the Avengers and Thor smited her with, with his hammer right in her face and it knocked her into a coma. But the Avengers, you know, they felt so bad because they had not heard of small-time heroine, uh, heroine Jewel, so they didn't recognize her when she, you know, they didn't realize that something was going on. So they, you know, they, they thought they were under attack by some new villain and they felt bad that Thor, you know, conked her in the head with Mjolnir. And, uh, they did offer her membership in the Avengers. They offered her training and all sorts of things. But it, um, she, you know, after what happened with the Purple Man, she didn't feel like, uh, she didn't feel like an Avenger. She, you know, she needed time to try to get her head straight. So she formed, uh, the Alias Detective Agency, which we saw on the TV show. Let's see what else is going here. Let's see. Purple Man fought Spider-Man, Daredevil, Power Man, a.k.a. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Moon Knight, the latter of whom defeated Kilgrave by using earplugs to ignore his commands. That's that's something. In the comics, I guess you... um. You hear him, and he also, I believe, like, he secretes something out of his skin. But no, actually, that was, uh, the TV show. In the TV show, he secretes whatever, you get a whiff of it, you're under his command. But, um, in the comics, you gotta hear him. But what? What a weakness. You could beat this dude just by popping in some earbuds and, uh, rolling up on him playing, uh, Raekwon and Ghostface purple tape. Wouldn't that be, uh, apropos you defeated him by, uh, using uh, Only Built for Cuban Links, the famous purple tape by Wu-Tang members. But any, anywho, Kilgrave was later enslaved by Dr. Doom, who used his power to rule the world. See, that's somebody, you know, he's a big-timer. Doom is a big-timer. So when it came down to it and he got these powers, dude was going to, you know, take over the entire Earth. Um, But Doom wearied of so easy a conquest, and he allowed the Avengers to mount a successful rebellion, during which Namor seemingly slew Kilgrave. I really think when it comes down to it, with Kilgrave around, you know, you are never totally safe, and if you get the chance to kill him, you should probably do it. Namor is that kind of guy, and you gotta, you gotta appreciate Doctor Doom. He could have done it. He could still be in charge of the Marvel Universe right now, but he's just, you know, this is too easy, man. This is beneath Doom to hang out with a schemer like uh, Kilgrave. Let's see. 
Mystically revived and in an undead state, Kilgrave attacked his daughter and was seemingly destroyed. Dude, just, just dude's a loser, man. Um, da, da, da. Kilgrave manipulated and was soon defeated by the vastly powerful mutant X-Man, a.k.a. Nate Gray, captured by the Defenders and incarcerated in the raft. Kilgrave escaped and went after his old pawn, Jessica Jones, but she resisted him using a psychic defense trigger. Now, that is all written down in Bendis' great run on the New Avengers. That is uh, the first episode, which I believe is called The Breakout. I'm actually, I gotta tell you the truth. I am actually not using just the handbook of the Marvel Universe. This is actually, I'm getting some of the more current Jessica Jones-related information from uh, the uh, second New Avengers book called The Sentry. They have a nice entry on him, and I'm kind of going back between the two. So let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Sent back to the raft, Kilgrave tried to escape during Electro's mass breakout, but his powers were inhibited by drugs, and Jones' new boyfriend, Luke Cage, pummeled him into submission. If I remember right... Kilgrave, he's standing there, he's eating an apple, and he sees Luke Cage, and he's like, Hey, uh, Power Man, I want you to go over there, and first, I want you to kill Captain America, then Spider-Man probably too, but and then I want you to eat them while they're still warm or something. And Luke Cage just looked at him, gave him a big punch, sent him flying, and then proceeded to wail on him. At some point during the Alias comics, I also recall he tried to get his hooks... Back into Jessica Jones, but, um, what's her name? Uh, Jean Grey put something in her mind when, you know, the first time it went around, she came and she helped her when she was in the hospital, and she put, like, a little mental block in there that she was no longer able to be victimized by Kilgrave. So there you go, Kilgrave. Happens to you all along. So, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Somehow escaping yet again... The Purple Man made the Thunderbolts his pet project, manipulating the reformed ex-villains in various damaging ways, and he groomed a new swordsman to infiltrate the group and betray them. I, this, I don't even know what this is about. So da da da. In the, the end, he was defeated like he always was and sent back to prison, his mind shattered by a taste of cosmic awareness. No idea what that means, but I'm glad to see his mind shattered. So let's see, he is 5'11". He weighs about 165 pounds, his eyes are purple, his hair is also purple, and he enjoys wearing purple gear. Let's see about his abilities. Kilgrave's body emits will-sapping psychoactive pheromones that render most people in his general vicinity extremely suggestible, such that he can make almost anyone do almost anything simply by issuing a verbal command. So he can just stroll up on you, you get a whiff of him, and you're just... You're under his spell, which is gross. Only a few exceptionally strong-willed, unique individuals can resist his power. I'm imagining dudes like Captain America. We know Luke Cage can. Jessica Jones can. Probably like Doctor Strange. We know Doctor Doom. Just Thanos. I don't imagine he can get his hooks into Thanos. Um, he has regenerative... Regenerative... He has, you know, powers that enable him to recover for most injuries, even seemingly fatal ones. Kilgrave and his pawns sometimes employ chemicals derived from his pheromones to subjugate people in his absence. For example, he could spike your drink. He could, like, put some sweat in there. Next thing you know, you're, uh, 
you're under his spell. Let's see. And then there is also, I keep saying let's see. I apologize for that. Um, user notes, Luke Cage. I'll, I'll, I will read this in a fashion similar to Luke Cage. Just so the rest of you know, anytime this sucker's dumb enough to cross our path, he's mine. After the stuff he's done to Jess and those other people, and the stuff he threatened to do to me, my woman, and my kid, he better hopes he stays in prison. You can believe that. Uh, well, man, I can't imagine that there is any more you could ever possibly... I'm sorry, I stepped away. I keep getting away from the mic. I was trying to put my, um, book down. Anyway, I can't imagine there is anything you could ever more about the... want to know about the Purple Man. This is probably more... more Purple Man than you could ever have in your life after seeing the show. Uh, the dude, David Tennant, he played, uh, Kilgrave to perfection on, uh, Netflix Jessica Jones. It was... He was so gross, and he was so evil, and he was so bad that you wanted nothing more than to see him die. Uh, I don't know if you do or not. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything for you. But during the whole course of the things, he's just so evil, and he's so bad that you just you want to see him go. Um, anyhow, again, I am so thankful for you guys just giving a bit of anything to me. It's just so nice of you, and I'm happy to do these shows. Happily, I'm going to do more, but this is the first, hopefully, of many. This is me, your boy, Icy Robots, signing off from uh, the Icy Robots Earth Station, episode number one, audio handbook of the Marvel Universe. Peace. Power down. This has been an Icy Robots Radio production.